The following podcast is an audio version of a live show that takes place daily on Crowdcast. To join our live audience, visit our Crowdcast website at crowdcast.io slash in lieu of fun. That's crowdcast.io slash in lieu of fun. Click! And we're live. It is Wednesday, December 15th, 2021, 5 o'clock p.m. And I want to say a word about my old nemesis, the blue go live button, which if you're watching this on YouTube, you have seen, because every time I start, I say click. And that's actually the moment that I click the button on YouTube that says go live. It's not actually, uh, but then somehow it doesn't say that we're live until several seconds oh, later. Oh, is that but true? It, but it backdates that you were live until right around the time you click the button. So people always hear me start the show by saying click, which is admittedly a very yeah. peculiar way to start the show. So funny. if you are a YouTube viewer of In Lieu of Fun, first of all, I want to say come over to the dark side because on Crowdcast you get the pregame show, which is really important. I mean, that's where all the, all the backstory happens. You get the Greek chorus, with, which is really, uh, you know, that's high You get quality. to participate in the polls. You get to participate in the polls and... You get to see what happens as Kate and I daily do battle with the blue go live button. It's true. Uh, and so I um, uh, just want to say this is the explanation for the word click at the beginning of the show. Uh, Did someone comment on it? No, but I've, I'm always <laughs> living in fear that somebody will. We are not allowed to have fun anymore. Uh, we are allowed to play Where's the Lie, and today we are starting a new feature. It's Where's the Lie with a member of the audience. And I thought to myself, as I was thinking about how can I put together a show today doing as little work as humanly possible while allowing Kate to do even less, I said to myself, which member of the Greek chorus best embodies the spirit of where's the lie that is you can never quite tell whether any sentence that comes out of his mouth is entirely serious he has a band that isn't real that's named after mm. ducks that wear pants which they don't and so there's a there's a lot of kind of where's the lie packed into mm -hmm. the person of eg phillips and i just thought he would be perfect so I taunted him on Twitter. He capitulated, because that's what happens when you taunt people on Twitter. Um, and here he is to play Where's the Lie, a reminder of the rules of the game. Number one, in the poll, which if you're here in Crowdcast, you can access. And if you're watching on YouTube, it's just not available to you. Another reason to switch over to the Crowdcast audience. Um, you can vote any time about whether E.G. Phillips is lying or whether he's telling the truth. You can change your vote at any time. E.G. Phillips will tell a story. It may involve music because he is a songwriter. 
it may not involve music because he may have been bullshitting me when he said it was going to were going to be some songs. Uh, <laughs> at the end, Kate will ask three questions. I will ask three questions. We will bring on members of the Greek chorus to interrogate E.G. Phillips about his story with three questions. If you want to be part of the interrogation panel, flag in the Q&A that you are available uh, and I will zap three of you on screen. And finally, the most important rule, you cannot Google any facts to see if they're true. E.g. gets one straight shot, one clean shot. You can use your memory about any events. You can, you can chat about it in the Greek chorus. But if you use Google, you're technically the term is fucking cheating. Uh, those are the rules. Uh, E.G. Phillips, uh, singer-songwriter in San Francisco, longtime member of the Greek chorus uh, from the Midwest somewhere. The floor is yours. Yes, yeah, one of those I states. Um, they're indistinguishable at a certain point, uh, at least topographically. Um, well, I, it is an honor and a pleasure to be here for the introduction of this feature. Um, and a high vote of confidence, I suppose, on the part of Mr. Wittes, uh, that I must have such an honest face that I obviously get away with lying all the time. Um, we're going to have um, also the inaugural uh, use of song for the purpose of uh, spinning our yarns. Um, and I figured the way to approach this is I would do a small set of songs, um, because when it comes down to it, all songs are lies, but also all songs are true, and one should never let the truth get in the way of a good song. So to a certain degree, all songs get adulterated in the creative process to a certain degree. Um, therefore, I the challenge I have for you is to listen to these songs, pick them apart, and find out which one is the, the most deviant from reality. So, um, and I will uh, spare you the long soporific introductions I typically do to my songs and let let you take in the content therein and then you can ask questions afterwards. Um, but uh, this, I will say this first one is a bit of a travelogue and it's so called- So wait, I got, I, I got an important uh, preparatory question. Mm -hmm. If, uh, if the question is which of the three songs is closest to the truth, should we rewrite the poll? I, I think that would be appropriate. Yeah. All right. So um, uh, how should we word it? Which song is the lie or which song is the truth or which song is most bullshit? What's the... Um, well, what's the I, question I that, that we're working with the audience on here? I, I think it's which song is the most bullshit. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. When you get down to 
good old San Felipe. You've had your shrimp cocktail, fresh catch of fish. After you walk down along the beach there, keep your eyes open as you shop along the streets. Yeah, when I was there, I was quite surprised. I saw the bear dancing right before my eyes. But there was something wrong with that bear. He looked like he'd gone evil. He had an evil stare. Watch the moonlight go on the Sea of Cortez. Stop in Santa Rosalia. Yeah, yeah. Watch the moonlight float on the Sea of Cortez. Stop in Santa Rosalia. Get some fresh bread. Wait the shallow waters of a near La Paz. Eat shrimp tacos, drink lots of orchards. Soldiers want to ride. Outside San Ignacio, but they lose interest because we're going with tourists. Go. Give me a second. Never had this happen. <clears throat> That's uh, a lie. No. All right. <laughs> um, soldiers want to ride out the Titanic. I see a whale's interest. But we're going with tourists. Go. Get out of Cabo as fast as we can. Avoid the Harbor Cafe and push each other with your scans. Just riding up the desert, such a beautiful drive. Let her take the wheels of some years of my life. Getting lost in Mexicali was so exhausting. Guess we saw again at the border crossing. So when you cut down, Good old San Felipe, you had your shrimp cocktail, fresh cashabisha. After you walk down along the beach there, keep your eyes open and shop along the streets there. When I was there, I was so surprised. I said, Who dancing before my eyes? But there was something wrong with that bear. Looked like he'd gone evil, he had an evil stare. <laughs> I got your arm. Ah, ah, ah. All right, let's see if we can work on the performance angle a little bit. I don't know what's going on there. Um, anyway, that's song number one. It's called The Evil Pooh Bear of San Felipe. The, e the Evil What of San Felipe? Evil Pooh Bear of San Felipe. Yeah, it's hard to hear your lyrics a little bit. Yeah, yeah from... I was afraid of that. Um, do you, but, um, but do you want to read, like, the the lyrics after sure. you do the song and then we can we, yeah, uh, but you, you know like and just yeah. like you don't have to repeat the chorus and stuff but yeah yeah um we, we can do that um all right so what what's the second one called second one is called ephemera <laughs> Handed me one of her flies Asked me to come see her show She was kind of cute So I smiled and said yes Dropped it after a few blocks Watched it blow away like a leaf They say it doesn't hurt to ask What the hell do they know? Fact is to say a lot of stupid things. Someone ought to call them out for all their crazy. 
Jersey police. I liked you as soon as I met you. Met you as you were about to go. The only thing I was able to do for you was get you a glass of water. No one else saw you were thirsty. There's nothing to understand. So much to overlook. I heard a few things secondhand. Made some choices on the hoof. Doing something bad. Don't mean you're no good. Caught up with that flyer as I headed into the metro. Almost bent down, but pick it back up. The wind grabbed it again. And soon it was out of reach. All right. I like that one. I like them yeah. both. All right. So tell us about song number three. Um, song number three is called Party in the Sunset. And um, for those of you not familiar with the environs of San Francisco, um, you, are, you may be aware, of course, of uh, Chinatown, Fisherman's Wharf, Girardelli Square, and other such tourist ghettos. But um, there are other neighborhoods, some of lesser note. Um, the sunset is on the western edge of the city, and is the sunset the way Greenland is green. Um, <laughs> into the, the fog rolls in. Anyway. There's a party in the sunset, and I don't want to go. Conversations of obligation, all of which I've had before. While you and I communicate in the language of words unsaid, there's a party in the sunset, and I don't want to go. There's a party in the sunset, inviting you is useless. The facts I've seen in your factory that only makes excuses. Never wants her to make a sound. Resembles a word like yes. There's a party in the sunset, and inviting you is useless. Oh, oh, the social graces. I'm trying to map names to faces. How much longer must I stay after I Edo does blend into walls. Look at all the pictures in the halls. All the while, you reside so near. There's a party in the sunset, and while they call, you can't recall, never call, you never hear from you at all. All calls this is the one I miss the most. This party in the sunset. While I'm there, you call. All right. Um, 
All right. So if you have questions for uh, the uh, Mr. Quack Quack with the pants, uh, um. flag your availability in the ask a question uh, box and I will dragoon you. Um, I think I might get us started here with uh, some questions that I'm going to say from the outset do not count as my questions, but I oh, think okay. they, well, they, they I guess are if I can adjust the rules, you can as well. Yeah, I'm, well, I am actually the maker of the That's, rules, so I, I they yeah, are not. seem to be muted. What is going on? Do we not, well, over? Oh, is it just like, is it just like 2020 all over again? We're just making up the rules as we go along? Yeah, like we just well, don't believe in democracy anymore? <laughs> There's just like, what's going on? Okay. What's happening? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think on behalf of the will of the people, it would be useful to clarify the terms. Okay. Um, and so these questions are not designed to probe which, which song is the most bullshit. They're designed to establish the rules. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want, we can have the audience vote about whether to let me ask these questions. But if the audience votes against me, I'll overrule them and ask them anyway. So it'll be more efficient if I just ask them. You okay with that, KK? Okay, just checking. So um, I guess the question that I wanna start with is what does it mean for a song to be bullshit? Does it mean, are we looking for the song that has the most false statements in it, the song that uh, involves the most uh, claims about life that are untrue. Um, when you say we're looking to identify the song that's bullshit, um, what, what, is, what is that? There are many ways for something to be bullshit. <laughs> what do you mean so that we can get in touch with the inner mind of ducks with pants and identify the same bullshit that you're identifying? So, um, well, first of all, I wouldn't perform a song if I thought the song was absolutely bullshit and had no meaning whatsoever. Uh, that to me isn't a song. But um, when in the course of writing a song, one may take liberties with the facts that inspired it. And so that I think is that question, the, what I am seeking for people to unearth here. Which, where did I take the most liberties in writing the song in order to get the effect that I was looking for? Okay, so if a song is entirely inspired by true events and but you've, um, but you've changed, you haven't reported them in photorealistic fashion. That's the, the vector or the, the delta between the two is your bullshit. Okay, yeah. second question. Can you read us the lyrics of each song uh, so that the audience can have a, uh, having heard them, can now process sure. the uh, lyrical bullshitness of each one? Yeah, and I anticipated this, um, especially since some of them are louder than others. Um, so, uh, with the evil Pooh Bear of San Felipe, when you go down to good old San Felipe, 
and you've had your shrimp cocktail or fresh catch ceviche, after you walk down along the beach there, keep your eyes open as you shop along the streets. Yeah. For when I was there, I was quite surprised. I saw Pooh Bear dancing right before my eyes. But there was something wrong with that bear. It looked like he'd gone evil. He had an evil stare. Watch the moonlight float on the Sea of Cortez. Stop in Santa Rosalia. Get some fresh bread. Wade the shallow waters of a cove near La Paz. Eat street tacos and drink lots of horchata. Soldiers want to ride outside in San Ignacio, but lose interest because we're going where tourists go. Get out of Cabo as fast as you can. Avoid the Hard Rock Cafe and bushy timeshare scams. And then there's a little instrumental. And then such variety of desert, such a beautiful drive. Letting her take the wheel took some years off my life. Getting lost in Mexicali was so exhausting. And guess we saw again at the border crossing. And then it's a repeat of the first verse and chorus. Hmm. <clears throat> so there aren't actually a lot of facts in there. Yeah, it's fascinating, really, though. Really, the only fact is... Well, Wait, I guess no, 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 don't, 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 they say it doesn't hurt to ask, but what the hell do they know? The fact is, they say a lot of stupid things. Someone ought to call them out for all their crazy beliefs. I liked you as soon as I met you, but I met you as you were about to go. The only thing I was able to do for you was get you a glass of water when no one else saw you were thirsty. There's nothing to understand. There's so much to overlook. I heard a few things secondhand, made some choices on the hoof. But doing something bad don't mean you're no good. I caught up with that flyer as I was headed into the metro, almost bent down to pick it back up, but the wind grabbed it again, and soon it was out of reach. Hmm. And then, let's see if I can do party from the sunset from memory. There's a party in the sunset, and I don't want to go. Conversations of obligation, all of which I've heard before. There's a party in the sunset. And, uh, while you and I communicate in the language of words unsaid, there's a party in the sunset, and I don't want to go. There's a party in the sunset, and inviting you is useless. From the facts I've seen, you're a factory that only makes excuses. Never once heard you make a sound that resembles a word like yes. There's a party in the sunset, and inviting you is useless. Uh, oh, all the social graces, trying to map names to faces. How much longer must I stay after I arrive? Eat hors d'oeuvres, blend into walls. Eat, look at all the pictures in the halls. All the while, you're, <clears throat> all the while you reside so nearby. There's a party in the sunset, and while I'm there, you call. I can't recall that you've ever called. I never hear from you at all. Of all the calls I've missed of late, this is the one I miss the most. There's a party in the sunset, and while I'm there, you called. All right. Kate, get us started. Do you get nervous when you lie? Um... Do I get nervous when I lie? I guess so. 
I mean, seems like there are a lot of situations. I also get nervous when I perform in strange circumstances. So I wouldn't necessarily uh, take the, the flubbing on the first song, because um, actually weird things are happening with my arm because of the way I was positioned, um, as um, indicative of that, if that's, what you're, if that's what you're getting at. I don't know what I'm getting at. Do you know what I'm getting at? That wasn't a question. That sounded <laughs> like a question. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I think that counts. Uh, ben? Um, I want to ask um, whether you have ever been to San Felipe. I have been to San Felipe. All right. He has to say that. He, ha he can lie. Uh, are you allowed to lie in the questions? Yes. Yeah, I guess you are. So that's a that's useless question. That's like a question. core rule. Yeah. All right. Um, who Kate? is going to come on and ask other questions? I, you normally don't have to like just pepper the questions all the way through. I kind of, I'm, um, Eve has questions. I think, okay. Yeah, I want to hear Eve's questions. Hey guys. Um, yeah, I would like to know a little more about your writing process, EGF, actually. Uh, you were saying earlier that you were looking to find uh, some message that you want to communicate. I was wanted. Well, well, I, wanted I mean, to I mean know the processes are, are, are how they <laughs> they arrive. I mean, the processes there is no process. You, I mean, there are different ways you can approach writing a song in terms of starting it, whether you you start with more of a chord based uh, scenario, or you start messing around with chords and then you fill in lyrics. Um, or you have a core idea that you want to get at, and so you start with start with the lyrics and start to build chords around that. And then there's a conversation that happens between the two. But um, you know, sometimes there's a process of discovery in terms of figuring out what you're trying to say and what you want to say. Um, and other times you are trying to get at something specifically, a feeling or a thought. Sometimes it's a little ineffable, a little hard to express directly because it needs to be a song. That's why it's not an essay or something else like that. Second question. Are, Second question. Are we taking turns? No. All, um, all, um, we can be. We can be. Kate. I'm. I'm wondering. Uh, if you can give me some more specifics about the Pooh Bear stare. Um. Why was it, why, well, how did you describe it again? And like, uh, why did you, you feel know, like it was that way? You know, uh, it was Winnie the Pooh, but he looked evil. Because uh, it was like a cheap Mexican knockoff of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, okay. Did he Got look it. like Xi Jinping? Uh, no, he, he looked um, much less cuddly than Xi Jinping. Because maybe Xi Jinping banned Winnie the Pooh because... The evil Winnie the Pooh was the one being shown around around China. I don't Just, know that story, Ben. Oh no, Winnie the Pooh is banned in China because somebody pointed out that Xi Jinping really looks like Winnie the Pooh. Oh and really? Xi Jinping finds this very offensive, and so Winnie the Pooh is banned. And if mm -hmm. you like, 
I did not know tweet that. It, they'll block the tweet. Yeah, no, no. It's the mm. Great Firewall is keeping China safe from Winnie the Pooh. That's um, I, I always thought I would never be able to record that song because I get a cease and desist letter from the Walt Disney Corporation, but yes. it may actually be. They're the least with... of your problems, dude. Yeah. All right. So I, I've got my second question here. Um, uh, so normally when we try to identify the lie mm -hmm. or whether there's if there's a binary. Right. And here you're telling us that there are three non-binary options, right? Each one, all songs contain some truth and some bullshit. And we're trying to find the one with the most bullshit among yes. us. Um, and so I, I want to I ask you, what percentage bullshit, roughly, is the one with the most and what percentage bullshit is the one with the least because it's it's like should be a more dramatic thing if it's like one is 90 percent bullshit and one is 90 percent true than if it's like 51 percent bullshit and the other two are 49 percent bullshit is is one of these like flamboyantly more bullshit one than is the definitely flamboyantly more made up good okay and 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 that one, would you say, is basically a lie and the others are basically have significant truth to them? Or is there um, or, or is are we on a sort of, you know, a, a non-binary scale here? I mean, if the song means something to you, it's true. Um, so no, but we're talking about we're talking about where's the lie, dude? That's you <laughs> want facts. Um, You're like worse than Sarah Bond. You're like coming on to teach us some metaphor about all of history or something. <laughs> I mean, if if a story has meaning to you but turns out not to be true, does that story no longer have meaning? All right, I'm not. I think I got somewhere with this question. I don't but understand. I'm not... I don't understand what you're talking about. Like, truth is not meaning. Meaning is something different than truth. So, if the story is based on facts that aren't are events that didn't actually happen, mm -hmm. um, it can be untrue it, and still have a ton of meaning to you. Exactly, but the underlying. Okay, so what should we what should we like testing? Which one has the most meaning to you, or which one has the most true facts which, portrayed in it? Which one has the most true facts portrayed in it? Okay. All right. So before we go to Ev's second question, Len, here's your first. So how, good afternoon. How long ago was that trip to Mexico? That was back in 2001, I believe. Um, and it was at the end of December. Um, and I uh, actually sent my family a message of Feliz Navidad. When, I think it was in an Ensenada. Feliz Navidad. Okay. And what was the weather like? Colder than you would expect. Um, or at least, you know, being in the tropics, um, you know, it was still kind of chilly from that perspective. Why would you say Feliz Navidad in September? Hmm? Did you say September or December? No, December. Oh, okay. I was wondering why you said Feliz Navidad. Oh, uh, sorry. No, I... 
you're a man ahead of your time, I know. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. Ev, your, your second, second question. question. In the Sunset Song, um, what can be flamboyantly lying? Like, what are the facts that could be wrong and untrue? Um, there could have never been a party in the sunset, ever. He could have not missed a call. He could have, she could have never been full of excuses. Or even not existed at all. Or even not existed at all. Yeah. I think we rhymed there, Ben. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> is that the answer, E.G., or is there some sort of more philosophical I, approach to it? No, I think I think you've hit on, you know, you could go through all the lines and look at, could, could this have happened? Could that have happened? Um, you know, uh, was there a party in the sunset? Yes, there was. All right. So I have been trying and trying and trying to bring the Reverend Dr. Hillary Livingston on to ask questions. I have failed at this. I am not a success at life. Um, and, uh, but she has questions and I am going to read her question from the Greek chorus, um, but I can't find it. So, um, Reverend Doctor, uh, uh, can you uh, pose your question? Ah, first question from the Reverend Doctor Hillary Livingston, I presume, is are the songs autobiographical? And I, I'm just gonna tweak it a little bit. And if any are not, uh, which ones are not autobiographical? Um, I mean, they are all autobiographical, except for the parts that are lies. <laughs> okay. Kate, uh, your third question. Hmm. Um, did you ever go to the concert that she gave you the flyer for? No, I did not. I don't even remember where it was. All right. Here is my third question. Um, It seems to me the key fact in that song that if it's false would make it bullshit, like entirely bullshit, is that some girl handed you a flyer for her concert and you threw it away a couple of blocks later. Uh, or he saw someone else do it. What if he like saw somebody else? No, like there, he says the song is either autobiographical or, or bullshit. So I think that precludes him having witnessed somebody else. But do you agree that if that thing didn't happen, then this song is complete bullshit? So I, I take offense to the notion that it's complete bullshit, but... <laughs> um, high percentage bullshit. I would say that if, if um, that was not a true story, then... Yes, that uh, that would be the sort of falsehoods you are looking for. All right. 
Ev, uh, your, uh, oh, sorry, uh, Len, your second question. I think I asked to, oops, yeah, I think I asked to, but what was the, so what was the weather like when you got back into California that day? Um, it must and, have been um, pretty good because we went to Legoland afterwards. <laughs> and what was your mood that afternoon? We were in Legoland. Yeah. And how old were you Legoland. at Legoland? I mean, 20-something. I'm allowed to go to Legoland if I'm 20-something. Uh, I'm, I'm, that's that's sounds right. All right. Thank you, Len. You know, you get to remind your Legos when you land when you have grandkids. Um, Len, I, I missed your story about how I, I, I woke somebody up the other time. Oh, well, I had you, I was listening, I have a bunch mm -hmm. of your tracks on SoundCloud. And I didn't realize that somehow when I closed everything on my phone at bed, when we went to bed, the SoundCloud was still active and I happened to tap it in the middle of the night and you just uh, blasted out <laughs> in the middle of the night. So we're in bed with the two of us. Interesting. Excellent. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, thank you, Len. Ev, your third question. Your third question. Uh, why did you chose these songs? Yeah, I, I figured that you have a whole lot of songs. Why, why these ones? Because uh, these seem to have the most color to them that could be spoken to in this manner. Um, I mean, truth be told, I would have rather have played the songs that I have coming up for release or are out now, but um, they didn't seem to lend themselves to this sort of interrogation. All right, so uh, Ev has asked uh, three questions. Um, uh, 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 Len has asked three questions. Kate and I have asked three questions. So we're just, we need two more questions from the Reverend, um, which uh, I, I think she has sort of incorporated uh, 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 Jay's question by reference. Um, Oh, I see. Uh, no, that's sort of a joke question. So, um, uh, I think we are uh, basically done with questions. So, let's have the big reveal. Um, first of all, this is your chance to uh, vote, um, members of the audience. Uh, uh, so far, we have a pretty substantial uh, lead for ephemera. Uh, which is to say the uh, the 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 flyer for the the concert being the bullshit song. Um, I am going to bring Len back, and I'm going to bring Ev back for their verdicts. And uh, but first, we're going to get the Reverend Doctor's uh, um, uh, verdict in the chat. Um, uh, Hillary, what what do you say? Hillary abstains. Her verdict, she says, is I have no idea. Uh, Ev? Uh, I'll go with uh, the group and go with Ephemera. Ephemera is bullshit, says Eve. Uh, Len? So I was tempted. I, I liked, I was thinking of Pooh, Pooh Bear until he explained what Pooh Bear was. So, but ephemera is so wonderfully complex that I tend to believe it in an odd way. I mean, it's an odd story, confusing. Uh, who's 
I still believe it. So, oh, party with party with the sunset was so much fun. I guess it has to be ephemera after all. No, no, no. I'll stick with it. We have two votes and an overwhelming vote from the audience for ephemera. KK. I'm just gonna. I was gonna vote for ephemera, but now I'm just gonna just to be difficult. I'm gonna vote for. Um, party in the sunset. And and what's your other than being difficult? What's your rationale for that? Um, well, I thought that the Hubert uh, song was to a lot. It was by far the fact heaviest, like the most concrete things and names and places and food eaten and drinks had and activities done in specific spots and so it like struck me to like to be the type of thing that would like a type of oh, kind dear. of blissful hello uh the type of blissful kind of like couple of days that you would have in mexico and like come up with a song for and then ephemera was just seems like poetical like it would be the type of thing that you'd write after a breakup and would be true because even though it's thinly sourced, you just like had this type of like feeling about it, right? Like that you like, you saw like the flyer fly away and like maybe you chased after it, maybe you didn't, but like, I don't know. It just feels like it could have been something that had happened and be poignant in that moment so that it consolidated in a song. But the sunset one just sounds like maybe you picked some words that kind of went together and like everyone's had a moment where they might be invited to a party and they're hoping to see someone and then they, I don't know. So that was like, I think that that's how I'm making my determination. So number three. So Hillary, you changed your vote. You said if forced, you will vote for, for Pooh Bear, uh, make the case for Pooh Bear. And then I will resolve and tell you what the answer is. All of you, not you in particular. Okay, well, thanks for having me on. I moved over to my Christmas tree because it's prettier than the back of my recliner. Um, I thought all the songs are really cool. Um, I guess I went with Pooh Bear because it is the most detailed. Um, and I thought having all that detail um, would make it more, um, you know, fanciful. Um, so that's why if I had to pick one, that's that's what I would pick. That's fair. All right. I thought of that as I was saying my explanation, Hillary. I agree. I think it could go both. I think it could go either way. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with Kate on this. And here's my, here's my rationale. So first of all, the Pooh Bear one is a trap. It is there because it has this fantastical element. So you're supposed to think, oh, it's like a monster story. So it couldn't be true. But really the story is he went to, you know, Cabo and uh, and liked some parts of it better than others. And uh, I think the fact that he knows when he came back, they went to Legoland. Uh, I think that shows you that this is true. Um, uh, and so like and, you know, he saw a, a Winnie the Pooh and it looked evil. You know, th that can be. Uh, either... I think that's something the Ducks with Pants would say about Winnie the Pooh. 
Exactly. It's it's that's kind of in the poetic. The whole story can be true, and that's an interpretive mechanism. Exactly. So, so then we're down to the other two, and here's why it it can't be um, ephemera, and why the whole audience is wrong, because ephemera. What's the story in ephemera? It's that he was handed a flyer for a concert and didn't go to it. Everybody in the world has been handed a concert, a flyer for a concert and exactly. didn't go to it. And therefore that story in its essence is true for Ducks with Pants and it's true for everybody else. That leaves the third, um, which is why I am going with Kate against the vote of the audience. Kate and I seldom agree on this. I know, we do seldom um, agree. We I are in we the same place, rationale too. which almost certainly means we're wrong. Ducks no, with Pants, right. the big reveal. Well, I'm glad to know that the audience has faith in me that I am not a litter bug. Um, <laughs> that, that aspect of the story is made up. I've handed out many flyers and had them summarily dismissed or left behind usually at the music venue in which I handed them out. But the whole framing device for that song is in fact made up. Um, the, wow. There is no specific incident in which I was I handed a flyer and uh, let it go and then almost <sighs> picked it up in the Metro. Uh, I feel surprised so nobody asked me about, <clears throat> feel surprised nobody asked me about the Metro station in San Francisco that this might've been at. Um, I suppose it could have been down in the Castro, but anyway, um, the core of the story was actually the glass of water. That was the truthful part. Um, as far as <clears throat> the um, party in the sunset, there it wasn't a call; it was a text. But call was easier to write. So, but um, the essence of that happened. Um, I went to the party and while I was there. I got sent the text, and um, then she was annoyed. Oh, you're at a party in the sunset. Um, so anyway, um, as far as Evil Pooh Bear of San Felipe, all completely true, although, um, I didn't actually avoid going to the Hard Rock Cafe. I do recommend <laughs> avoiding it though. Um, this Cabo is nothing more than, um, extensive, more LA, um, as opposed to anything particularly interesting. I recommend staying in La Paz and maybe going up to the area around Mule instead. Ensenado is also cool. Wait. So hold on. The audience is right and Ben and I are wrong? That is correct. Oh my this god. This is a dark day. It is a dark day. Well, you and I are united in defeat by the audience. I know. You all it's suck, like... people. I never yeah. liked any of you. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, so so Dax's pants, like tell us more about your artistic process. Yeah, let, let's let's and and about your new stuff. Well, um I mean, the artistic process is you start writing a song and then you become obsessed with it. You have to finish it, whatever that actually means. Um, and so it's very iterative and, um, you know, you run into walls and frustrations. You put things down for years, realize you just had to change one word and then suddenly the song is done. Um, the, the new stuff, um, I actually have two projects in flight, the one has decided to actually take off or to come to a landing, I guess you might say. Uh, so back in September, I recorded an album at Hyde Street Studios here in San Francisco, which is kind of famous for 
um, various albums that have been produced by the likes of Herbie Hancock and Santana. And um, I decided to splurge and get a backing band and all of that. And so that is what I'm currently releasing singles for in the run up to um, its uh, eventual release date in April. Um, it's an album called Alien from an Alternate Earth. And uh, some of the songs folks might recognize because I have a full band version of the Octopus song um, with cool jazz band, West Coast style backing and all of that. And uh, now going through the whole process of, um, you know, trying to, re of releasing this and getting, and submitting to different blogs and getting the feedback one gets. Uh, Party in the Sunset will be on the EP that comes after the album, uh, which I've been working on over the summer with somebody in Nashville, the same person I work for, work with um, on the previous EP, Nashville Recordings, Volume 1. But the, uh, EP will be called Mental Maps. Cool. That's awesome. Very um, cool. Yeah. So. So. Oh, go ahead, KK. No, I was going to ask, what was your thought process? Well, how did you pick these three songs for when you decided, when Ben texted you today or like, or tweeted at you? So I was initially thinking um, I would just do uh, Evil Puber or San Felipe so have people um, pick, try and pick that one apart. Um, but then I thought, uh, well, you know, let's, since I often introduce the ephemera one as, you know, um, containing a lie that I am not a litter, litter bug, that perhaps it would be fun to juxtapose the uh, the different songs together and um, party in like the sunset. I do um, like that conceit. That's interesting. Party in the Sunset was the, the nice sort of medium. You know, it's all uh, based on events that happen, but, you know, you have to make minor modifications in order to get things like rhymes and so forth. So um, in the end, um, yeah. So I think, you know, but it was sort of winging at the last minute because I hadn't played Ephemera in forever. So I thought that was the one I would struggle through the most. It just happened when I was starting out. We got kind of off to a rough start. Um, hmm. I kind of, I, 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 I do think that it's, I'm a little surprised by the, uh, I, I don't know. I thought that Ephemera had like a, a like a, a, like a je ne sais quoi of, <laughs> of kind of like, of something that like you had, you know, something that was very mundane but you had felt deeply like as it happened and it felt symbolic and it, like you were trying to convey that like in the, in kind of. Well, yeah. I mean, that was, I think why I ended up with that sort of framing device because most of it's just dinner monologue um, that has nothing to do with um, this story that's framing it. Um, but it does revolve around um, the particular you know, memory of going to see somebody and they were playing a show and they obviously needed a glass of water. And it was like, get this person a glass of water so they can actually sing. Um, and um, sad to say, this person did not stick around. So, um, and that's just, you know, uh, sort of fits in with, you know, these things that get created and stop having meaning because, you know, the show happened, it passed. And, that was sort of the loose connection I made on, and, you know, 
sometimes you just sketch these things out and they happen and you just come up with this idea and it seems to work and it seems to fit. So you go with it um, and you don't necessarily question uh, the rationale. But, um, you know, um, as I said, uh, songwriting advice that um, I've heard more than once is you don't let the truth get in the way of a good song. All right. So now we come to the passing the torch part mm. of the uh, the the where's the lie with the audience. Which member of the audience do you want to nominate? We will bring that person on to see if he, she, or it uh, accepts the torch and will be our uh, where's the lie with the audience next time. <sighs> you know, we have so many esteemed members of the Greek chorus. And um, I would say, you know, um, I'd like to see Dr. Hillary Reverend, Reverend Livingston uh, participate. Well, let's bring her on and see if she accepts this challenge, because I would love to see uh, yeah. Hillary Livingston play Where's the Lie as well. Hello. Are you game? Um, sure. I may not be very good at it, but I'll I'll give it a go. Excellent. Are you um, going to make a Reverend Doctor lie? I uh, know well, she can tell a true story. She was people just might think she's lying. Fair um, enough. So when do you want to do it? Name a day. Um. Well, uh, what what are my options? <laughs> Uh, as you know, we do this five days a week, and we seldom have a guest scheduled before uh, the day in question. So okay. uh, I think if you pick a day next week, uh, you are pretty set. Okay. Um, next week. Or week, the week after. I was going to say, maybe the week after. Next week's Christmas, and that's like my busiest that's she like, is, you know, that's yeah, like you a, are like a year. But, but sometime between like Christmas and New Year's, maybe like, maybe like the mon like the Monday after Monday the twenty seventh. Sure, you are on the calendar. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, plays. Where's the lie? All right, it is on the calendar, and um. And uh, ducks with pants, uh, you are a great American. And uh, uh, thank you for uh, doing this on the remarkable spur of the moment. Uh, he really yeah. did respond to a tweet inviting him to do it. Hillary, you have a bit more time to prepare. All right. Um, maybe, uh, I'll, maybe I'll think of like a weird like dating experience from seminary or something. That would be awesome. <laughs> Um, although you've just, I'm of... like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> all right, we're, uh, we are going to wait with bated breath for the, uh, weird dating experience from seminary story ducks with pants. Uh, thank you for joining us. KK, do I've we have a guest for 30 in the morning? No, I don't think we do. Oh um, yes, we do. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, we do. Oh, we, we have Nate personally. Nate's coming on tomorrow. You might not be here, but Nate's going to be here and he's going to be talking about his new bill um, that has been introduced by Klobuchar, Coons, and someone else I'm forgetting. Um, 
Uh, but anyways, he's going to be on talking about it, and it's uh, that will be 23 hours and five minutes from now. And until then, ducks with pants. We're not allowed to have fun anymore, but we can go to E.G. Phillips's website and give him all the spins on all the streaming services so he gets and, all and the spin. monies from Spotify. And what is the uh, the website that we Please can all it. go to? Duckswithpants.com. We You've heard it here first, you. folks. We will see you tomorrow. Give E.G. Phillips all the spins and ask yourself with every song, is this bullshit? And also maybe don't do it in the middle of the night with your <laughs> wife next to you. Uh, yeah. Particularly <laughs> not loudly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll see you soon. <laughs>